Andrew is the Aussie bloke living in the US. Heather is the American gal living in Australia. Together, they travel the world sharing strategies on how to put your business on autopilot. Doing business online is no longer about having a website. To get more clients and take care of the ones you have, you will need a map. They've got it. So sit back and relax and welcome aboard. This flight is bound to autopilot your business. On today's podcast, we're talking about how we run our global team around the world. Make sure to grab our free business automation guide now and get access to other special bonuses. Head on over to aybpodcast.com. Hey everybody, this is Andrew McCauley. Welcome to the Autopilot Your Business podcast. This is number 101. We have cracked the ton. We are talking about <laughs> we are talking about our business. You know, we've had a few people ask us, "How do you run your global business when you have uh, not only clients all over the world, but your staff members and your contractors all over the world as well. So we thought we'd peel back the curtains and show you exactly what tools and what sort of resources we use to make all of that happen. Now, of course, I'm joined by the lovely Heather Porter. Hello, H. Hello, Andrew. How are you? I am great. It's been a little bit of a hiatus for us on this podcast. You and I have been busy, 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 busy doing some really cool stuff, which we'll share with people as we go throughout the uh, throughout the next few weeks. But um, it's good to be back. I'm loving our podcast. I've missed them and I'm glad that we're doing them again. I am too. I am too. And as always, we like to start out with what we learned. And I actually want to share something that um, I knew about, but I was reminded of this week. Mm. And um, okay, so here's the deal. So we will tell you about this in a little moment, guys. So we have a training division of our company. And today we were having a chat with our members and I was showing on a video, sharing my screen and showing this amazing tool that everyone got really excited about. And it is called Dynamic Widgets. Uh, it's a really cool plugin that sort of I've used for a very long time. And I just sort of forgot about it for a while. And it's a WordPress plugin, guys. It's, it's great because it allows you to completely customize your widgets or your sidebar or the content that you're showing up on different pages and posts as you want. So for example, if you have a blog post of a very specific topic and you have a product that helps solve that problem, then you can post a, you know, like a little banner ad or something that sits just on that page and nowhere else on your website using this cool little tool. Yeah. You know, I think, um, in about 12 to 18 months and you can mark it down here in your calendar <laughs> that, uh, if you're not creating dynamic content, now what does dynamic content mean? It means Content that's relevant to the person that's reading it. Right now, 99% of the blog posts and the information out there is a generic post. It's mm. um, it's designed to capture sort of the right people, but there will be other people that aren't necessarily interested in your topic. They may be interested in other parts of your of your business, other topics of your business, and they'll get fed that information and it's not really relevant. But what's going to happen is that people who are looking for specific content from you, as far as blog posts go, are going to be delivered that content and they're going to think, wow, this post or this page or website is directly for me. It's awesome. When in actual fact, it's being curated or created for um, that specific person. Not only them, there's other content for other people. It just means that uh, they're only seeing the stuff that's relevant to them. Exactly. So conversation, guys, all about opening up your website to really 
deliver deeper level messages and not all about one message that you sort of shove across your site, just hoping that people are going to drop in and like it. Yeah, you know, I think we're seeing that with um, a lot of emails, although still we're still not seeing it um, massively, but I'll, there are a lot more companies now understanding that you need to segment yeah. your list. You know, you've got, well, let's say you've got a golf club and uh, there's different aspects to golf club. You might have food and beverage. You might have members. You might have ladies that play there. You might have kids that play there. Um, you don't want to be sending out, um, you know, the kids tournament details to people that don't have kids, or you don't want to be mm-hmm. sending out the ladies tea times to the guys, the me- the male members, because. It's not relevant. So there's a lot of people starting to understand that concept now of segmenting the list for the right for the right audience. Um, this is an extension of that, and there's a lot of really funky, cool tools coming out that are going to be doing that for people um, as we move exactly. forward. Exactly. So what about you? Is there anything interesting that you've sort of learned or come across your path in the last couple of weeks? Yeah, you know what? I think the big thing is, um, and you and I have been dealing with this for a f- number of weeks now, and that's the the latest Google algorithm, Google algorithm change that's about to hit yeah. the world on uh, 21st of April. And that is the fact that if you haven't got a mobile website out there ready, Google aren't going to show you in search results. They've already told us that uh, if your mobile so if your website is not mobile ready or mobile friendly or responsive, um, basically anybody searching for your site on a mobile device, uh, it's not going to show up in the search results, which could be detrimental to your business. So if you have a website, go and check it. Make sure it's mobile ready. Um, we have a blog post we've written in depth about what you need to do and how to check it, autopilotyourbusiness.com. Uh, go and check the blog and you'll see it's uh, called how to, what is it called exactly? How to Why you need a mobile responsive website. <laughs> Why you need a mobile responsive website. Come and read my stuff. <laughs> um, so that's, so that's, that's the big thing that's happening right now. And it's, and it's going to, it's going to be affecting a lot of people because, you know, last year, uh, last year, March, 2014 was the, was the time that mobile search overtook desktop search and, um, those numbers now are well and truly separated, meaning that there's more people using mobile devices, whether it's a tablet, whether it's a mobile phone, um, using that to search for everything, more and more people doing all their stuff on mobile. Um, and you don't want to be missing out on the, those, those search results, especially if you've got a local business. Yes. Well said. So that's um, what I learned. That's what I learned. There you go. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> so, um, so today, or before you jump, so today, yeah. you know, we, we had a, uh, a, an email from one of our favorite listeners, Molly Ziegler. I hope I said that right, Molly. I, even though she's told us how to say it, I hope I've said it right. <laughs> yeah. And she said, hey, I've got some ideas about what you could do for your podcast. And we said, hey, they're great ideas. Let's do that. So the idea about how do we run a business? She's got a business that uh, she runs remotely sort of thing. And um, what sort of processes do you use in your business to make sure it works properly? And we said, well, we, we do this. We do it all the time. We've been doing this for five years. You know, I'm I'm in I'm in the US and Heather's in Australia. In fact, we haven't even seen each other. How long has it been now? A year and a half now, I think. Yeah, something is it that wow. long? I think yeah. it, I think I think it has been. That's just crazy. Um, <laughs> although I speak to you every day, um, yeah. um, you know, it's uh, it's something that we do, and all of our team pretty much live in separate cities. Mm. Um, they, but yet we have a consistent, coherent. Um, method to make sure stuff gets done and it can be done. And and if you are a small business owner that just says, you know, I can't find anyone in my local city to help me with my business, you don't need to. And we're going to talk about that today. 
And this is very much the new lifestyle that a lot of entrepreneurs are going for, kind of called the the lifestyle entrepreneur, the suitcase mm. entrepreneur. You know, you have flexibility to work from home. You don't have to feel like you need an office and you can kind of create this virtual team and way of living. You know, Andrew, I think we should start by telling people actually what we do so they'll understand how the pieces fit together when we start to talk about our systems that we use. I'd like to know what I do too, because sometimes <laughs> yeah. that's a mystery to me. <laughs> oh, goodness. Kick us Don't off. admit kick that. Us, kick us off. Kick us off. Whatever, okay, cool. Tell them what we do. So Autopilot Your Business is, we're basically an agency and we've been lately calling ourselves an automation agency because we have um, done for you services to help ultimately automate your business online and three distinct ways of doing that. So first of all, we work with your website. We either build it or fix it, um, build landing pages. We get your website like a, a, I call it the lean, mean automated machine. So you basically are getting it set up for traffic and um, able to collect leads and make sales. So we do that. Our second thing that we do is marketing automation. So we're, we've been building out funnels for people. So we actually, yes, this is all done for you. We do the landing pages. We write the emails, the copy, some of the content that's required. We, some, we do bits and pieces of Facebook ads and that and other little things. So we do that. And then the third thing that we do is content marketing. So we've been developing podcasts for people. We've been developing online TV shows and video marketing and doing blog posts creation as well. So those are our three distinct areas that we do for you, but we also have training, don't we? We do. We do. We have uh, pretty much two arms of training. Well, let's say three. We have um, our online membership site. So it's uh, the Digital Traffic Institute. And that's where basically uh, if you've got if you've got a need assistance in your online marketing, you're a solopreneur, a small business, and you don't have a big budget to go and hire a marketing team behind you, but you're happy to learn some of this stuff yourself, um, Digital Traffic Institute is where you want to go. We, we do a couple of live calls every month. Uh, we have an ongoing forum where people can ask questions and that sort of stuff. Um, we're in that forum the whole time on a regular basis. So all these questions are getting answered. So, you know, we're on the ball with that sort of stuff on a regular basis. We also have a couple of speaking varieties. Now, Heather and I both <laughs> speak at regular events and it may not be our events. There may be other people's events. We're, we're speaking on other people's stages. We're getting well, um, pretty well known for our, in our different areas for doing that. And then we also run our own events. So we have our own education where we mm. run our events and we invite our particular tribe to come along and we, and we run the event, we organize it, we decide what the content is. And so there's basically three arms. So it's education. The education part is is the online the online um, member site, the guest speaking spots, if you like, and then our own events as well. Mm, exactly. So there's a lot of moving parts, isn't there? I mean, yeah. if you think about that. And then we haven't even talked about our own marketing that's behind the scenes. We have a whole system for our own content creation and marketing and podcasts and all that sort of stuff that we do to get our business name out there. So yes, yes. Lots of things. Um, and, and there is a way that we keep it together. So before we get started talking about that, let's talk about our team, the countries that they're actually spread out in. <laughs> yeah. So we know, you know, what's funny. I know if someone said to me right this minute, what time is it in Italy? I could tell you. If you say, what time is it in China? I could have a fair close within an hour of what time it is in China. Um, mm -hmm. If it's, you know, if it's some remote 
location in the middle of nowhere, I could probably tell you what time it is there because we have a global team, really. We have people from all over the, all over the world who work for us. We have a couple in Eastern Europe and Western Europe. We have mm-hmm. some uh, We have some team in Asia. We have team in Australia. We have team in the US. Uh, mm. We had a team in the UK for a little while, but um, that's not the case anymore. Um, so pretty much we, we are... Pretty much all over the globe. That we are. So yes, we're crossing multiple time zones and we have multiple projects. And let's start at the top. All good businesses have to-do lists, leads, and sort of big picture things you need to keep track of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and yeah, we've been developing our systems over time and it's only been the last couple of months we've found some really cool tools that have been able to put it together. We've had tools that Everyone was swearing by and we'd go and try it and be like, eh, it's not working for us. It's not, I'm not getting the the love that all these other people seem to have for our business. So mm. whatever tools we talk about today, you've got to check them out yourself and see if it works for you. Um, we've made these work for us so far and we're loving what we're getting, um, but it may not work for you, but there may be parts of that tool that work for you. So basically, here's, here's how we work. I love whiteboards. I love a whiteboard. In fact, I've got a 10 foot by five foot whiteboard on my wall and it's my favorite thing. (laughs) It's full. It's full of stuff. But you know what? It's hard to keep maintaining because it's always there. And if I want to, if I need some more space, I've got to rub something out. So recently we discovered a tool called Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O, Trello. And it's basically like our whiteboard. It's so cool that we can create to-do lists. Um, We can create all sorts of labels. If we need something done urgently, we can label it with a certain color. We can invite our team members to this board. Um, But basically it's like our dashboard of what's going on everywhere in our, in our company. We can see it. I like to call it the whiteboard, the online whiteboard for me. Yeah. Well, it is. I mean, and and it's a virtual whiteboard where we can literally get on the phone and we do every day now and we're like, all right, let's see where we're at with big picture sort of things. Yeah. All my to-do lists, I used to write my to-do list on paper. um, And then if if I'd finished those to-dos that day, I'd rip it off and throw it away. Well, now I put them all on on, uh, Trello so I can see what's being done and I can just drag them out of the list when it's done into another file or I can trash it or archive it as much as I want. I can color code my to-do so I know exactly what's important. So, you know, red is is super important. Yellow is, uh, it's, it should be important, but it doesn't need to be done today. And then green is, it needs to be done, but not today. So, you know, I color code, I can quickly look, I move my greens, oh, sorry, I move my reds to the top. So I know exactly what has to be done. I get those done every day. And then the other cool part about Trello is that let's say I want to, I want Heather to do something. And, you know, in, in my morning at nine o'clock in the morning, it may be 2am for her. I'm not going to ring her up and say, hey, I need you to do this, or <laughs> I don't want to send her an email because I know she gets slammed with emails from all sorts of different um, different people. So my email um, can tend to get lost in, in the massive emails that come through. So what Trello lets you do is email a specific um, task to her to-do list. So mm-hmm. I email it to her when she wakes up in the morning, she'll look at her to-do list and there it is there. Um, I know it's not junked up with other people's emails. It's just in her to-do list. I know she looks at it every day and she's like, okay, cool. I can get that done today or whatever it may be. So Trello lets you do that sort of thing too. 
Yeah, it's fantastic, and, and vice versa. So now Andrew and I can email each other um, using a special Trello email address. It pops into this little, like, they call it a card. So how mine looks is I have um, I have a board that has a to-do list that Andrew can add stuff to. I have my own to-do list. Um, and then I know Andrew uses, like, some to-do list for today or next week or whatever. I just have two at this point, his and then mine. Um, and then I... We, we have our lead board, so we actually can see very clearly where clients, potential clients are in our process. So literally, their lead, what's going on with them. We have comments about each person. Uh, and then from there, if they decide to engage us for work, then we actually just click and drag their contact across into um, another area, which is where we actually then begin the project. And then once they're done, we move them on to we finish that project. That's it in a nutshell, really. Yeah, pretty much. Now... Um, yeah, so that's, so yeah, it, it, I'm really, really loving Trello. You can add all sorts of, um, attachments and stuff to it as well. If that makes sense, you can have a checklist inside each of these cards, which means that you can actually have, um, steps that need to be done by certain people before that card is marked off. Very cool. And Andrew, I have one question for you. Are you having a party of children in your house? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you could tell that. But yes, there seems to be a party without my knowing. So enjoy that, people. I hope you really enjoy the, the fun of uh, young kids on spring break in the US that all seem to want to come to my house on the day I record things. It's just a little light background noise. Yes, you I'm going to mute myself as much as I can. So if I don't say anything, that's why. Love it. So Trello is now something that we use. Andrew and I both have it open on our browser and it's um, basically, again, big picture. So we get a snapshot of where our clients are in the process with us. We get to understand to-do lists. Um, we can send each other to-dos as well. So it's a really important big picture sort of process. So from there, then of course, we, we then say, okay, great. So now what? We have to actually work with our clients. So where do we then move them into from there to actually work with them? And we have two distinct systems we use from that. But let's start with um, our, more of our operational big picture systems, Andrew. Okay. So we have a, we have a system. So as you said, we've got, we've got the big picture of the clients. That's, that's yeah. them. They're, they're, that's who they are. Now, what does that client want? And as you said, at the start of the show, we've got all sorts of different packages. We've got all sorts of different pieces that they may want. So we need to break that down. So what we've done is we use a, a tool called Process Street, which is a pretty new tool actually. And Process Street is like a checklist. And we spent a lot of time really breaking down the bare bones of what does each of our packages look like? What has to happen from where? So mm -hmm. does the person, uh, does the client pay the bill? Yes. Do they get a link to something? Does somebody send them an email? What happens in each step of the way? And they're almost anally, anal, they're almost anally so <laughs> specific that, um, that, it almost there's sometimes there's three steps all done in one spot, but we need to make sure each one of those is done. We are uh, we assign the right person to do those because maybe there's three or four or five people involved with this particular project. Um, we even write the emails that need to go out to different people, which is pretty cool. So we know that we have got the exact same email going out. We know what's been written. We're not expecting our project managers to think about what they need to write. We've already written a lot of the emails for them which means that as they get to that specific step and we need to email the client or email us and let's say, or email somebody else in the, in this, in the, in our team, let's say that there's a step done and the step is um, 
okay, the the website is ready to go live. We need to email. Um, we need to email another another team member to do some specific step. We've already written that email for people, and the project manager clicks on send, and it sends that out to the next the next person, so they know where where they are in line of that process. You know what I love about this system as well is it truly is like a system that can drive your operations because if you say have, um, you know, like we can have at any given moment 10 or so clients getting websites built for them, for example, one of our types of packages. Um, We have 10 clients. We realized, oops, one of those systems or or steps in that system is not quite working Mm -hmm. for us. Then we can go in and update the the master template and then go into all the sub-projects that are being worked on and do an update from there. So we're literally dragging in any updates and it's always real time. So we can literally be constantly improving and monitoring our systems to imp- to make them better. Yeah, totally. And you know, what's working really well is that we know at, at a snapshot exactly what steps are, where we're at with each of the processes. So, you know, if, if a client calls me now, I'm not, I may not be the project manager on this, on this, on this particular job, but if a client calls me and they say, Hey, you know what, um, what's happening with my website? It takes me 10 seconds to know exactly where mm-hmm. we're at. I don't need to go and ring anybody else. I don't need to go and email anybody. I can quickly look in and say, well, we're waiting on you to upload something to Dropbox. And they might yes. say, oh, okay, I didn't realize that. So then I can go and I've given them that answer. I know exactly what's going on. Um, and we, we often have a call with our team about these projects every twice a week just to make sure we verbally know what's going on and to make sure these systems are, are still holding up and working well. And, you know, every time we, we're, we're finding little pieces that can be improved and we're always improving these systems. Mm. And then, again, what's so beautiful about this is we're all on these calls that you suggest. We actually have the, the process street open and we're yeah. all looking at it at the same time and we can just see where we're all at with everything because it's either checked off or it's not or there's a question. or Yeah, so it's a, it's a great little system and we develop systems not only for clients, but we're actually building some out. You're, we're using it a lot or you've set up a lot of great systems mm-hmm. in there for our own content marketing as well. Totally, yeah. So so we, you know, as, as you said, we're doing a lot of our own marketing. We do a lot of blog posts and that sort of stuff. Um, there's a lot of steps, a lot of moving parts to that. And we know exactly who's doing what, where, and how. I can tell you at any any one of the 10 blog posts that we've got on the go right now that uh, <laughs> where we're at with what's what, what's needed, you know. And often um, the bottleneck is me, but that's a different story. <laughs> um, but we can see exactly where the bottleneck is or what needs to happen in the process. So um, it really is a cool tool. It's relatively new, as I said, um, and it's free. And Trello is free too, by the way. They're great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, okay. So now we've covered that. Now going down a little bit deeper, if we then have a client that says getting a website package or specific development that needs to happen, that's more custom. um, And there's lots of files and there's like information, images, information. Yeah. Between team members. We use, we still use Basecamp for that. So what happens is that we'll have our, our person that we said, yes, guys, I want a really cool website. I want my responsive website for April 21st, (laughs) hook me up. So then we take them from our, our sort of lead area inside of Trello. We move them across into let's get started in process straight. We then hook um, them up with a, we, we take that master template and we create a new is it called a project in Process Street? I- in Process Street, yeah, they're called um, they're called projects. Yep, yeah. projects. Yeah, so you create a project using that master template for websites. That's the template. Then we do our weekly calls with our team on, and then our account manager then goes into Basecamp and she sets up a 
a templated, again, templated project in there that's very specific to website development, which then we bring in our developers, our graphic artists, and we are sharing lots of files in there. Um, so we're using templates in there. We're improving our templates in there all the time as well. I like, Andrew, I mean, you were kind of trying to explain to me the difference between the two systems. How would you describe why we use both? Okay, well, I guess um, because we have – so the the overview – um, that we have the the whiteboard is basically our Trello. So yeah. if I look at my my whiteboard right now, my physical whiteboard, I can see exactly um, my leads and my clients and that sort of stuff on the board. Trello does the same sort of thing. So I can basically wipe my whiteboard now and have space for other stuff. So that's my Trello. It gives us, it's the dashboard of what we're doing. You and I can jump on there. We can see exactly where everything is at the right time um, within within seconds. Um, then we have some processes in Process Street of what needs to happen for each of those individual little to-dos. Now, mm-hmm. if it's a to-do, I, I don't put my to-dos in Process Street. Like if I've got to call somebody today, I don't go put that as a process. That's not, that's not what I'm doing. Process Street is for a series of processes that have to happen in a big picture. So whether it's creating a blog post and getting that written and researched, putting um, putting all the links in that sort of post, developing um, reach out campaigns and social media campaigns, that all goes in Process Street. Mm. What happens with Basecamp is um, we don't use Basecamp for our content creation because we don't need to go to that next minute level. But we do use, as you said, Basecamp for the nitty gritty bits and pieces, the logins for their hosting, the logins for this. Um, it's a central storage place for all of the uh, images that we, can, that we can have. Yeah. It's it's all of the details, uh, the minor details that we have to, have to have for that sort of stuff. So you may not need Basecamp in your business. You may not need to go that in that granular. You may have enough uh, process street, maybe enough for you if that's depending on what, what your business is and what sort of things you do. But we find that we need it because then we can easily see where all of the files are kept and housed in a nice, easy place. Yeah. And you know what I love about this conversation is the fact, like you said earlier, there's lots of systems out there. And the thing is, you just got to find one that works for you. But what we've talked about is so important. I mean, you do have to have something where you have leads that come into your business. And how are you looking after them? And how are you improving your communications with them? And your to-dos, your own personal to-dos, how are you managing that? And then from there, once they sign up, for a product or service of yours, then how are you managing that for consistency and constantly, you know, improving your quality? Thus, the process straight sort of systems, right? Yes. And then from there, how are you going more granular and going really into where do you store the communications that happen with that client? Because if they come back to you in six months, like we just have um, a woman that came back and said, can you redo my site and then use the things that I gave you like from a year ago? And we have that all stored somewhere. So we don't have to go embarrassed and be embarrassed and say, uh, no, actually, we don't have that anywhere. Can you just resend we, it? We actually have that. We have that a bit because we have people that, mm. that pay us and, and then for whatever reason their business changes or their model changes or yeah. they have to go on hold because of some something that went on for them and they're like, you know what, I'm going to come back. Now, if we had to go back through emails and emails and emails, it would be a nightmare trying to find out what bits and pieces we had. Um, we've got another client that's same sort of deal. He's come back and he said, all right, I'm ready to resume now. And it's like eight months. And it wasn't even, mm. in fact, it was a project manager we don't even have working for us anymore, but she kept good files and good systems. And uh, it was great to just open up and go, okay, here it all is. I don't need to think about it. I already know what's where we're at. Um, it's not, it was like as if it was just yesterday. 
Yeah. And that's where you deliver that outstanding customer service because, you know, that's what sets you apart. Um, so that's that's our client stuff. So I wanted to talk a little bit, too, about, I suppose, uh, you know, our, our, our DTI, our Digit, Digital Traffic Institute, and sort of how do we manage the systems amongst all that? Because there's a lot of moving parts there as well. So with with that, we automate that as well. Um, and that's done through, obviously, a website where we have sign-up forms. And we use Entreport, which is like Infusionsoft or some of the other platforms that are out there. Yes, you can use MailChimp and PayPal. But basically, we, we have the sign-up form on our website. And then we have a subscription that happens behind the scenes to automate that. And we've set up a system in Process Street. Um, no, this one's in Basecamp, actually. It's in Basecamp. It's kind of it's in Basecamp, yeah. Yep. So we actually have this with one of our team members to, we, we send out a variety of emails to our members. And so we have a whole structure in there of not only how do we set up, what do we write in the emails and when do we send them out? But we also have um, a whole structure of how do we set up our live Google Hangouts? How do we set up content in the site? Um, you know, how do we turn from a, a live Q&A call to a replay? There's full on systems and it's a checklist. So it, again, it's really amazing because our team member, she goes in there and she just goes, right, look at my calendar. What do I have to do today to actually make sure Digital Traffic Institute is running really well? So that's, that's you know, system, internal system for us. And we also use Entreport to go in there and just make sure people are staying on top of payments. And, and that's in conjunction um, with Zendesk as well. So we have a whole ticketing system that we use, help, test, help desk system. And people can go in there and file help desk um, ticket with us. And then we're constantly monitoring that. And that's a great system too, because you obviously, like we're saying before, you're storing past messages. So there's been times when people ask us questions, we give them full on tutorials or screen grabs or things like that. And then they lose it. And then they come back and they're like, oh, can you just resend that? We can go back into our past tickets and find that information. Yeah. Very handy to do that sort of stuff. Very, very handy. So that's Digital Traffic Institute. Um, we we kind of also, of course, manage invoices. So not everything is done via sales forms on our websites. Actually, a lot of it is not. Um, and what do we use for that? We use Xero, X-E-R-O, Xero for our accounting software, which helps us um, just keep a track of what's going on. It's pretty easy to use and uh, gives us reports every month or every week, however you want to do it. Um, mm. Gives us a report for our taxation stuff too. So um, we just enter that stuff into there and uh, it makes it easy for us. Now, I, I have to talk about Dropbox and the bril your brilliance of some of the stuff you've set up there. <laughs> so um, a big part of when we get a client that comes on board, we're doing lots of file sharing. So we have questionnaires and things that we ask them, and then they need to send us their logos and various bits and pieces. So, of course, if you set up a Dropbox folder, which is what we do, and then we invite them to come and join the folder, how would you know if the person's actually adding files? Because it you you don't really unless you're constantly in there checking things out and then that things that means things can drop away and you you forget to service the client. So Andrew, what have you set up? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, I've got a uh, there's a there's a program. Well, it's a it's a platform out there called Zapier. Z Z Z A P I E R Zapier, and basically it lets you hook up different programs to do stuff. And there's multitudes, literally millions of combinations of stuff you can do. But what we've done is we've set up a uh, zap, or they call it a zap, that says every time a new folder or a new file goes into a specific Dropbox folder, please email this person so that they know that there's a file there. So we set it up so that our project manager gets notified every time there's a new file. So when we 
hook up our our clients and we say, well, here's the Dropbox. We'd like you to send your website checklist or your your uh, details. When they send it through to that Dropbox, our project manager gets an email and says, this file has been added to Dropbox. Please read through, check it and, uh, and do something with it. So they know that it's there. They don't have to sit there and wait for Dropbox to tell them. It's already automatically told them so that uh, that way um, we can move on with the project rather than saying, well, I'm waiting for them to, to load something up in Dropbox. Well, I did that three days ago. Ah, then, we, then we've lost three days. Exactly. Yep. Mm. What else? Is there anything else that because we covered zero, Process Street, Trello, Basecamp? I guess, um, I guess the other the other crucial, crucial, mm. crucial tool that we use in our business is Skype. Yeah, now, we use true. Skype. Uh, we have we have uh, team meetings. All our team calls are on Skype. It doesn't cost us anything to call each other. Um, we do a lot of screen sharing and that sort of stuff too. Um, we pick a time of the week. We all get on the call together. Um, at one stage, we had about 10 people on our call every every week um, just to go mm. through things. Um, so, you know, it's it's one of those things that we, I use it, I use Skype for my work stuff. Um, I don't even have a house phone anymore and I hardly use my cell phone or my mobile phone for calls. Imagine that. I don't think I'll call it a mobile phone anymore. I'll call it a mobile internet connector. Um, <laughs> but I use, I use Skype for everything, you know, and that's, yeah. and I think that is one of the crucial things that we can use because we can text messages to each other or call each other. And, uh, it's just, it's wonderful. Yeah. And then you can even record your calls so you can get a piece of software, um, call recorder, um, just Google Skype call recorder and it'll come up with options for Mac and PC and, and you can record your calls, even video calls if you want, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool yep. as well. So you can have records of that. Yes. Yeah. So, mm. so I guess that's, uh, that's, I mean, I know we've already flown through half an hour already, but, um, that's, there, there, there are key tools that we're using. Um, can't tell you enough about systems. I think systematizing your business is one of the most crucial things you got to do. Um, we, we didn't do it as much, as much as we should have early in the piece. We kept knowing yeah. that we had to do it, but we, we just got so busy doing stuff. And sometimes you think, Oh, I'm t- too busy. Realistically though, take the time to develop a system and it'll free up your time down the track. It will. And I want to just close, I guess, with one more thing to get you guys thinking about systems. Every time you repeatedly have to do something over and over and over again, there's an opportunity to create a system. And I am embarrassed to say that for four years, we have been building websites for people and we do a custom sort of handover job with a a video where I have been going in one by one into people's sites to do videos. And that's not a very smart use of my time because I'm rushed and, you know, I I can't constantly give them access to also new updates. So what we're implementing, literally, we're going this far in our business right now. We're looking at everything. How do we give better customer service? So this, this lovely Easter weekend, I'm sitting here and filming this fantastic how to run your own WordPress website course. And that not only can be given to our our members and Digital Traffic Institute, but it also is now we're building a brand new system to take even better care of our website clients. So they not only come through, get their beautiful website, but then they get this amazing training that they get access to online. And we're going to constantly be updating that and adding fantastic little pointers in that. So Systems ultimately allow you to take better care of the of your clients and your team if you're using them right, because then you're actually opening up your time to think more about improving, constantly making improvements rather than running around, you know, chasing your own tail. Yep, definitely. I couldn't agree more. And and it's it's taken the pressure off us trying to keep up with things because, you know, we were juggling so many things. 
Now, we don't seem to be juggling as much because these systems are taking care of themselves. Absolutely. All right. There you go. Well, there you go. That's, uh, that's episode 101. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. And if you actually, guys, if you're interested in checking out Digital Traffic Institute, we're more than happy to give you two weeks for free. And if you want to take us up on that offer, then you just head on over to digitaltrafficinstitute.com forward slash bonus and you get a two-week bonus and come on in and hang out with us and, and jump on one of our live calls. It'd be great to um, see you in there. We know you love all the resources as well. Yeah, check it out. Come and say hello. All right, H, have a wonderful Easter, and uh, I will see you next week. We'll hear from you anyway. All right. Exactly. (laughs) Bye, guys. See you later. All passengers and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelts securely fastened. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking. On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the Internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com, or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold. Until we fly again, happy travels.